Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Hi, I'm here with Nancy Hauer. Incredible career she's had. She started out in theater, then became an actor in both film and television. Any Trek fans out there, you might remember her from Ensign Samantha Wildman on Star Trek Voyager for, I think, five years? I think it was maybe five, maybe four. I'm not sure. And has become a writer-director force. And uh, this is going to be really interesting because um, you've had an incredible journey. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Nancy. Good to see you after uh, a little intermission for a few years. Yeah, Scott Scott and I went to school together back in the day. I remember you, didn't you used to have a surfboard hanging up over your bed? Uh, I did. Probably a dangerous thing, but... uh, remember that. Yeah. So I'm going to start back in um, 2003... You did a short film called The Wizard of Id, but it was never released. Yes. I'm, I, this is kind of a, wow, this is a weird story. Well, I wrote my first film, and uh, I, I was, like, acting at the time. I was making my living acting, and I gave it to a really good friend of mine. This was on the... Um, the summer of 2001 and my friend worked at the world trade center and uh i gave him the script and he read it and he called me the next day and he goes you know what i would love to give you the money to make this just like you know he goes i've never invested in film before um but you know like just a little bit of money and (laughs) You can direct it, and you know what? It's written. You could put it on at the World Trade Center in 2001, September. We could oh, shoot it. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. So I was so excited. I went over there, and I looked at the place, and I said, oh, my God, this couldn't be more perfect. But the minute I got up to his office, I got this, like, really weird feeling, and I said, you know what? I don't feel good about shooting here and I have had these kinds of hits in my life uh and I just didn't want to shoot there I I didn't know why I didn't want to shoot there but I didn't want to shoot there and I said to him I you know I just feel like the security would be difficult to get up and you know and so I turned him down and he said you know what I'm still going to give you the money uh go and direct your first Thing ever in Los Angeles and do you, and do you have to remember what was it a couple thousand bucks for a short no no this was a full-length feature and I think in the beginning god I wish I could remember I think in the beginning it was going to give me like fifty thousand dollars are you, are you jumping ahead to uh, Memron nope okay no. so this is the Wizard of Id I made Memron for five thousand dollars all in Wow. This started at 50 and I think it might have gone to $100,000. Wow. And th- and this was just a friend who you reached out to? Childhood friend. He had a lot of money. He had a firm at the um, World Trade Center. And 
luckily he slept in he went to a michael jackson concert that night slept in wow and but his entire office perished yeah and no, we we, just, we both know people up there it's tragic and many of the people had walked worked on the film and it kind of wow stopped the film dead in its tracks because we were in mourning Wow. Uh, I weirdly had made a animation that looked like a plane flying into two towers, which somebody ended up using, I think, for a video game. I mean, it was just awful. Yeah. And, um, and so I, okay, so that first film, I hired a DP, I hired a, um, uh, a, a line producer. It was a total kind of a shit show like nobody really knew what they were doing nobody really we didn't we 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 kind of i think i did a sag um i don't know if they still have these but ultra low budget yeah or it was something where you or experimental you know, sag experimental. experimental right i made a sag experimental uh we got robbed while we were shooting there you know wow. there was a lot of things that happened where I learned a lot of stuff. Well, you, 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 you seem to have a lot of bad luck on the filmmaking side early in your career, but you have really, really good luck in getting, with, in, with in, the in. first short film. And, and I want our audience to realize that getting film financing is not always this easy. Yeah. <laughs> Reaching out to a friend and they volunteer $50,000 or well, whatever. By the way, I didn't give it to him to, so he would give me the money. He just was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I wrote this script. And then he read it and he was like, how do I get involved? And then he proceeded wow. to go and like invest in like a bunch of big films uh, after that. But well, yeah. two, two, two important lessons there. And this is, this is what I really try to share with people. In, and this is just my experience, is that complete strangers that you've never met, you don't really know, they're like a hundred times less likely to invest or be excited about your project because this childhood friend who you probably knew very, very well yes. was investing in you and yes. was interested in you. Yes. And I think, you know, in a weird way, I don't think it hurt that I, I had a pretty budding acting career. So it, 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 you know, I think he knew, oh, she's gonna have some people in this and, you know, she's gonna yeah. not screw it up too heavily. Uh, although he never made his money back, but then, then what happened was we kind of stopped, we stopped down and I kept on looking at one of the scenes I had shot was improvised and I kept on looking at this scene and we, and I didn't, I didn't want to call him and ask him for money. Uh, but we kind of ran out of money, you know what I mean? So I then took it home and got a Final Cut Pro system. And I started to just try to teach me myself how to wow. edit. So the film was sort of half edited, three quarters edited. And it had all the first film problems with it. Like the story kind of fell off in the end. It, you know, I should have spent a lot more time on the script. Um, well, that, that's why you do a short, you know, that's why you do, do your first film and you, and you learn from your first right. or second film. Full length feature and it should have been a full, it should have been a short. So, so I, I wanted to uh, jump ahead to uh, Memron. Okay. So then as that was happening, 
I, the only thing, I had bought a camera so that I could shoot this. And it was a P2 camera, which back then was like the highest end video. The, the, Panas the Panasonic P2. Yeah. yeah. So what I started to do was I had seen this sh thing that I had improvised and I called my friend John Lear and I said, John, uh, John had come in to do like a nothing part and he improvised and we had such a good time. And I said, you know, I'm just sitting around here with a camera and I, I'm just, um, I had this idea for another film and I was wondering what it would be like to improvise uh, with it. And I said, could I come over to your house and tell you like just a rough idea? And he goes, yeah. So I went over and I said, you know, I kind of had this idea about doing a show because this was right at the Enron crisis. And I was like, I'd love to do a show about a bunch of people who got fired from Enron and they all had fake jobs for years. They never really <laughs> did anything, you know? It sounds really, really funny. And in real life, that's what these people did. They had like yeah. jobs that didn't mean anything. So I said, and now they don't, it's on their resume. They ha that's the only thing that's <laughs> on their resume and they're all trying to start over again. So it's like, wow. it's like, you know, so he goes, oh my God, I love that. So he said, so I said, why don't I interview you as if you're one of the, the guys? So John and I spent the afternoon and I interviewed him as if he was um, this, this uh, mem Memron, we call him yeah. Memron employee. And his whole thing was that he had this great relationship with this other woman who was on the other side of the cubicle with him. And he used to do these things where he'd go, with his hand, with a hand <laughs> puppet. Yeah. And we laughed so hard about this hand puppet. And then I was like, you know what? I know this other actress who would be great to talk back to. So I call her and I said, can I do an interview with you? And then I went over to her house. I said, imagine you work for this company and there's a guy who's been driving you nuts for years and he has a hand puppet that, that like drove you insane. And so then she did her interview and then I brought it back and I put it in the Final Cut Pro system and I edited the two together. And it made this like hilarious two minute thing that was very like The Office. So this is, this is the, the genesis of the movie. This is the genesis. So then I wrote an outline and I decided I had no money, zero money. But you needed, but you needed $5,000. No, no. I'm saying if you count up all the money that I spent through the year, it was probably around $5,000. In the beginning, I spent zero. So what I did. Okay. So, so this particular film, Memron, you self-financed, you, you put in, you scraped together the 5,000. I you didn't just... scrape together any money in the beginning. But as I went along, I'd throw a couple hundred here and there uh -huh. to it. Yeah. So, so basically what my thing was, I'm gonna do this as an experiment to see if I can learn how to edit, shoot. I was the sound person. Wow. Everything. So I hooked up this, I found this like thing. I like, and by the way, everything was borrowed. I, I found this um, thing that I attached to my chest and it went up and over my head and it was like a little sound um, thing. So I could swivel it <laughs> while I was shooting. Like, so like I, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I don't know. I don't that, know. Well, you got to read the book, uh, Rebel Without a Crew. He did an entire movie that won Sundance all oh by himself. God. Well, Exactly so that, what you're talking about. Yeah. So then what I would do is 
I would call up this, these actors who were amazing improv actors. And I would say, who do you most want to work with? And they'd say, oh, this person is my favorite actor on the planet. And I'd say, well, could you call them and let's go do a scene? <laughs> and, then I, and then I got my friend Evie on and Clever. she said, well, I'll be, your produ I'll be a producer for no money. And she found locations. So I would be like, we need a church. You know what I mean? And so one, every Saturday, pretty much for a year, I would shoot one scene and then I would learn how to edit it through wow. week. And then I was making my money as an actor. So yeah. like I was doing commercials. I was doing all kinds. So then I would just like through the year, I would just learn how to do it. So and by the way, create like I had a woman say to me, "Who do I have to fuck to get off of this production?" <laughs> because <laughs> once they were in, then they they were stuck. You know, they had wow. to do like twenty five scenes. So we would do this thing where we would call. <laughs> like at one point, at the end, I was like, "Okay, at the end, this guy has a heart attack, and you know, ambulance <laughs> show up." Well, somebody called an ambulance, and and I shot the whole thing. Production value. To this day, everyone thinks that was that I called it, and I was like, wow. I wish I had the balls to do that, but I didn't. So at the end of the year, I called Craig and I said, "Look, Craig, I know we we didn't have you know much luck with the first film, but I want to make you an executive producer on this film." And he then came up with around, I think it was like five grand. To oh wow, wow! So you circled back to him. That was nice. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't, I'm not even sure. I think he gave like, maybe it was like two grand and we had spent like, so it was basically what had happened was I, we sent it out to some film festivals and it got into slam dance. And, and one, one sand, slam dance, right? Slam dance. Wow. And that was the beginning of my career because then after wow. that, and everybody was like, I don't know how this, because it was all improv. This was pre- um, the office, this was pre. Yeah, yeah. So everybody was like, I don't that, know. That's amazing. So then when I was done with that film and it won Slam Dance, I went to my friend John and I said, John, we should do a TV show like this. So we then called around to our friends who were, many were like assistants. One was an assistant at Sony and one was, he had a friend who was like a, a, a development person over at NBC. And he said, hey, we want to pitch you this idea. Please don't feel, it's not because we're trying to sell it to you. We just want to, you know, try it out on you. And she said, okay. So John and I went out and just like the movie, we shot like a five minute sizzle reel about a grocery store. And, and he and I would go during the grocery strike we would go in and we'd shoot until someone kicked us out because they thought wow. we were like news Guerrilla filmmaking. Wow. Totally. And, and we shot in like five different grocery stores. We got kicked out of every one. And then I went home. I edited like a five minute reel. We spent about, we spent a couple of months putting it together with a third partner that we had. And then we went in and we, we were like, we're just going to try this out on you midway through the pitch she said stop i'm gonna ask my friends in so she asked like five people in. now, now like, was this at sony this was at nbc nbc okay so she said halfway through the pitch she said i want to buy this and we were like wow. what and she goes i def i want this and she's like hold on i want to bring this people in we finished the pitch 
she's like, I, I want to buy this. Then we wow. called up our friend at Sony and we said, hey, they want to, you know, they want to <laughs> buy it. Now, at this point, I don't have an agent. John doesn't have, nobody has like a writing agent. Wow. Uh, so he goes, well, wait a minute. Let us, let me get you in. So he goes to his friends and the boss is there and says, uh, this person's about to, they're about to go to this. So they said, come in. Halfway through the meeting, they said, we want to buy it. Oh, my God. We want to buy it. And then I called my friend, Susanna. So this was 10 items or less. 10 items or less. So I called my friend, Susanna Grant, who wrote Aaron Brockovich. And I said, Susanna, we've got two offers. And she's like, this is hilarious. And she said, look, you can talk to my agent at CAA. He's not going to be your agent, but, you know, he'll give you some advice. I call her agent. And in the middle of the, me telling him, he goes, I'm your agent. Wow. And I'm going to send you to another place. So then he sends us to Fox. And now we've got a bidding war. And <laughs> I got to write, direct every episode uh, of and show run my own television. Yeah, well, you were the creator. Yeah, for three seasons. 21 episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So that's, that's how, how it all went down. And then, and then after that, you were able to get in, build on that success into Jailbait with Crackle? Yeah, that, that, on the end of that, they were like, come in, we want to, we, we had a weird idea about wh wanting to do a show in prison, and everyone was like, no, comedies in prison don't work. This was pre, uh, you know, Orange is the New Black. And um, we sold it to Crackle, and then after that, we also at that time had an animation deal with Jeff Foxworthy and Fox and we were uh, to do a NASCAR show which was also improvised um and then you know we just kept getting things after that and then we went through this dry period where we could not sell anything it was like improv was out nobody wanted to have to rely on you know I hope these actors are funny for a perfect time for a quick break, if you don't mind. 